0: Hello and welcome back to the Genesis Man Project podcast. We continue to explore masculine identity through the concepts of reason, roles, and relationship. Today we will resume the conclusion of our conversation with our guest, Heatman Nickelford, as we talk about mentorship and also what it takes to lead men. Men's ministry is a marathon. It's not a sprint longevity and commitment is really what makes men's ministry successful and that no doubt alludes to the fact that men's ministry is a tough thing to do so my question to you or a couple of questions and maybe whichever one jumps out at you but what are the challenges that you found with men's ministry um and like why do some churches not even have men's ministry or, you know, um, if they have one, it's not
1: active. Um, I, I think men's ministry, let me start by saying I think men's ministry is really hard um, because, um, you know, motivating men sometimes to to, to do spiritual, um, spiritual work um, can be challenging. Um, I know that m- m- many men have commitment um, in terms of their family, in terms of work, in terms of... Um, you know, just to take care of their family, and I know that is a lot. And um, and while I understand that, I, I think that there is um, when it comes to their spiritual life. I think many of us as men we lag in where that is concerned, as if we don't really put it as the center um, of something that. A part of our life not to say we don't participate in church not to say we don't get involved but as it relates to our core um lot that to be or spirituality is our core thing um, sometimes we lag in in that area and that's and this is why you find that um even within the men's ministry at times we struggle in that regards because what happened is that we as men we we, we fail to understand that our spiritual life must um, should always take priority, and when our spiritual life become priority, um, what you find is that um, we'll give more time to it. We give more time to family devotion. We give more time to jo- to prayer. And by no means saying that men don't do these things. I'm just merely making the point by saying that, you know. Um, Based on what I observe um, within um, the men's ministry, I, I find that many most men um, don't um, see our spiritual life as 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 how the women them would see it. So, and because of that, you find that this lagging in terms of um, when they ask them to do things at times, they they tend to. Um, to divert they tend to make excuses they tend to say okay i'm busy i cannot attend etc and I, I don't get me wrong i said before i know that they're committed to you know they are the, the bread provider they are the one who take care of the family but but the, the spiritual aspect i think if we get all as many get the spiritual aspect right and make it our priority some of the challenges that we face um in the ministry um or the, the challenge that we face in the ministry uh, as um Would really, really um, decline, Uh, and that is my personal view.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering too. uh, uh, Just I I know you're you're not a doctor or anything like that, but uh, how do you feel that this pandemic is impacting men?
1: Um, I think this. Pandemic really affect um, affecting men psychologically. One of them, I I spoke with um, with many men because one of the thing in my ministry, what I do is that I I schedule in my diary that I I try to call the men at least all the men, and we're talking about um, close to I try to. Call to over 70 men. Um, at times I try to call uh, at once. Sometimes I just schedule probably a Saturday and um, I talk to them, you know, I because I believe that. As a leader, it is important for us to, to engage with our men. Um, and worse, not even, even when they were coming at church, I, I scheduled that. Because I think that is very important in terms of building relationship. And um, even through this COVID pandemic, one of the things um, is that um, because m- many of them lost their job, uh, many of them the the income that they once earning may, that may reduce um, it, it affect them psychologically and um, and, and and for them it 's a big thing you know um, because they they are the one who you know the wife look to they're the one who they, they, their, their, their children look to and um, given the fact that they're affected in that way um, psychologically it play Sometimes they are depressed. Sometimes um, they are discouraged. Sometimes, um, you know, they they, they they take long walks. They, you know, that kind of thing. And um and these are some of the challenges that they pretty much face in 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 this global pandemic. And um what we have to do as men, as you know, is to encourage them. Is to call them. Is to is to you know find a way to to help them. What in whatever way we can. And um, those who we can help, we help financially. Those who we can't, we 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 we. Try Try to provide solution and um, and provide you know form farmer counsel if you may. Um, just talk to them as a man to man if you get what I'm saying and um, yeah. provide yeah. that level of understanding and assure them that you're not the, you know you're not the only one and this will pass and just be a shoulder to them at times. So it is very challenging challenging for many of us uh, many men out there.
0: Yeah, you know, and I I. Uh, Whenever we have Movember in, you know, where you have, uh, there's this push to talk about men's health and stuff like that. Uh, I, I'm always amazed, although I shouldn't be amazed, but the stats out there that, that uh, men uh, commit suicide more than women. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, so there's definitely like a mental health crisis when it comes to, when it comes to men. And uh, that even underscores the need uh, to to have those connections with other men and to be able to talk and to recognize, you know, when your buddy or your friend or another man is feeling really low, being able to pray for them and being able to encourage them. So mental health is, is a big issue, you know, when it comes to men, when... Uh, when in in the 1930s when there was a great depression in north america it was you know very tough for everybody but also very tough for men because being able to provide a you know there's this it's it's part of our our being and ourselves and you know and part of the way that we think and not being able to do those things messes with us you know so i can i can definitely understand Uh, what you're saying and when you speak to your men in terms of those who may have lost their jobs and and things like that uh but you and this is this is a really great idea when you say that you schedule time to speak to your your to the men that are in your group that is actually a a great thing to do as a leader and speaking about you know leadership um the ministry in hamilton uh, always seems to be like chugging along, always seems to be something always going to be happening in Hamilton. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, um, how do you organize your planning? And maybe you could, you know, let's take some time to, to share with me, what are some of the things you've done uh, so far in Hamilton? And maybe what are some, th- some of the things you have planned for the future?
1: Um, I thank you so much for that I, I wish I could take the credit but I I will lay the credit at the feet of um, Deacon Reed. Uh, I would lay the um, the credit at um, brother Shaw. I will lay the credit at the feet of Edward Smith Deacon Edward Smith I will lay the um, the, the, the um, the compliment, if you may, at the lead, uh, uh, at the feet of Lance Archer. I hope very soon I will call him Doctor Lance Archer. Yes. I will leave the, the uh, I will leave the comment I will leave those um those attribute at the lead at the feet of young Jaden Lubin and and um usher grooms now these are we have three young men um one of them is 13 one of them is 18 and um i think um brother lance archer it's he's in his 20s um and of course those are the gentlemen um deacon reed um brother shaw and and, and edward Smith. those are senior men um these are the men I, I give the credit, to be honest, because, um, you know, whenever I go to meeting, whenever we have our uh, men's ministry executive meeting, one of the that I, I go with the ideas and, um, and I go with the plan, I pray and ask God the direction that we want to go with our team um, for each year. Um, for this year, 2021, the theme for 2021 is... Equipping men for the challenges ahead. Um, so what that means is that I I will go with plans that um, that pretty much gear to our theme, and um, so so so, so uh, these plans are pretty much that I really prayed about, and um, we so many things that we have done so far. We talk about. Um, the role of marriage. Um and um Bishop Udro Thompson was the host Bishop Udrow Thompson and his wife was the one who hosts that. We have um prostate cancer, known the risk. Um we have that recently. Um that was I, I, really, I attended that one. <laughs> that one was really a blessing. We we have we we have over sixty something over sixty three person online. Um, that is our biggest audience ever um, since we're on Zoom. And um, you know, in this month we will be looking at technology, its importance, and safety. And um, the the f- um, coming up in this month, in the, the following month, which is um, next month, I believe yeah, next month we'll be looking at um, we'll be looking at um, parenting through the eyes of our father. Um, a father. We are also having man talk um, coming up um, in, in for this year. We also have. Um, Leadership and character, is there a difference? So we have a bunch of different... Um um, topics that we want to tackle. And we talk about entrepreneurial, um, how to start your business. That is a topic which we are thinking about panelists as well. We have plans for single men. So these are so many things that we have. And of course, we try to find the right people, the competent person, a person who can relate and, and, and can be real and, and can speak to individuals. So these are some many things that we are doing um, in, in Hamilton Church. Um, the good thing about it, though, what I try to do, I try to have partnership with different churches. Um, you know, we have partnership with Brantford church. We have partnership with St. Catherine. Um, we, we have partnership with, with, with the spring church as well. to Deacon of Rodney. And um, we, we are looking forward to have create more partnership going forward with the different church in Ontario and even around Hamilton, because we believe, um, you know, our ideas that we have and what we are doing. um, Personally, I don't believe we should keep it to ourselves. And um, you make earlier, earlier on in your your conversation, you point out, that there are so many churches, even within the Hamilton Church of God of Prophecy where the men's ministry is concerned, um, you know, sometimes some of these ministries are dormant. Some of some of the time, the the leaders seems not to have that firepower. There's no enthusiasm, that kind of thing. And um, we believe that when we share what we're doing in terms of our ideas, I I um, you know, and tell in tell these leaders that you know what you can do. You can utilize these ideas. You can tweak them based on your vision and. Um, um, you know, because this is very important. I At one point, I did ask um, the national director for a list of all the men's ministry emails. And um, Pastor Sean Fraser, uh, um, he, he pretty much sent me that email with a list of all the men um, and the pastors, uh, their email address. And what I did, I sent that, a, a list of ideas in terms of what we are doing. So I send them a list of, in terms of our prostate cancer ideas and, and all the things that we're planning to do this year. I send all of those um, theme, all the ideas that we're doing for this year to all of these um, pastors and, and ministry leaders. I email them personally. And, and, I, and I do that with the intention and I do it deliberately because I believe that um, maybe a, a men's ministry leader is out there and um, he may have this year, you know, he may want to do something, but sometimes he lack ideas and sometimes you just need somebody who who sparks, you know, you just need somebody who, who, who is doing what you want to do, that kind of thing. And, um, and that's why I continue to reach out to these individuals because I believe that as men, you know and, and and partnership together you know we can make a change not only for ourselves but for the next generation, and I believe that many of us um, you know there are so many young men um, find men's ministry dormant. there are so many young men don't have any interest in men's ministry, and we have to hold ourselves accountable because two um we are no longer in that position and um and and exciting and, 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 and about it for me personally i I don't want to I can't live with myself knowing that I'm in this ministry and I'm not preparing um, the next generation or doing something that I know will affect change um, after years to come because everything in life is temporal. Nothing is forever. And I'm very cogn- I'm very aware of that. So, um, you know, as leaders, you know, these are some of the things that we are doing um, in the men's ministry um, here in Hamilton. And of course, going forward in 2020, I'm, I'm praying and asking God to give me a. Um, I know where I want to go, but at the same time, I'm seeking God's direction for 2022 because I'm thinking already about partnership and what that could look like outside of the church and begin to go because there are so many things happening here in Hamilton where I believe that the men's ministry is the answer to it. Um, I believe that the men's ministry here in Hamilton can create change. And I'm talking about serious change uh, to the point where the where, they, where they, um we are the mayor um, of Hamilton would we'll have to look in our direction. Not we hunting down, but he will, he's the one who's looking for us because of what we are doing. Um, the media is looking for us. We are not seeking the attention of the media, but the media recognize what we are doing. So the point I'm trying to make is that there are a lots of work, and for us to do that work, we have to take it outside of the four wall. Of course, we are in COVID lockdown. Of course, we are restricted. But the fact that we are restricted, that hasn't crippled our thinking, you know, because what COVID taught us is that we have to rethink. And even though we, 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 many of us are discouraged, the, the beauty about God, and this is what I think many of us miss, God created us in his image. What that really look like. Okay, if God created me in his image, it means, simple means to me, this is my view, that I, I need to think like him, right? So if COVID comes in, God created us to, to think and to navigate COVID. So even though COVID is here, we understand um, what COVID means, we understand um, the reality of COVID, but that, does not, that shouldn't put, put us in prison where ministry is concerned. It means that we should take it to another level in terms of how we think outside of the box, you know, to reach others. Because we cannot, because of COVID, um, we shut church or we shut down our ministry or we say okay i can't do anything regarding to ministry because you know what it's pandemic and 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 we have zoom you know we mm-hmm. we have not we tap into into our creativity we not tap into um you know just to think differently you know what i mean so for me personally i i think in one sense, it's a blessing for ministry because it gives you an opportunity to, re- to think. It gives you an opportunity to say, okay, you're at home. How can I reach? How can I be the answer to my community? How can I? There are a lot of person here in Hamilton who are struggling. You know, um, it's just recently we have this refugees from Canada, from Cuba. He came here. He's a Christian. But, um, you know, he's struggling. He have, he He's struggling to find a job, and um, what what happened is that we at the men's ministry here in Hamilton take it on, and we we go into our coffin, we pull together as men, and uh, and pull our resources and to help him, right? And um, he, he's very grateful for that, and we we also seeking job for him. So the point I'm trying to make is that the issues that are affecting Hamiltonians is our issue. We are the church. We are the salt. So this is an opportunity for us as leaders to rise to the occasion and realize that what we are doing is not necessarily for us, but we are doing it for the glory of God, and we are doing it for the next generation because they are watching us. They are watching us. So it's, 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 it's a challenge, but it's doable. You know, right. it's, it's, it's a challenge, but we, we have what it takes. And this is why I say that everything comes down to leadership. Right and, and in tough time that's where you prove leadership. In, in in challenging time that's where leadership shows. And we, as men, we, God creates us as leaders it 's in us it 's built in us and it 's for us to rise to the occasion and realize that what we are doing we are doing from kingdom building we 're not doing it for for, for, for us we are not doing it to, to get recognition we 're doing it for the glory of God, and if we're doing it for the glory of God, we need to understand that what we 're doing will be score for it. No wonder Paul talked about our works right so what we are doing we need to recognize that it 's this Our work, you know, and God going to judge us by our works. All those great men who go before us, gone before, they talk about our works, what our works look like. Our works cannot be a situation where we go to nine to five and and provide, that is provide for our family. What about from a kingdom point of view? I'm talking from a kingdom point of view where you're going to affect generation, life, person who you haven't even met. So this is where we need to take it. And this is where I'm saying to us as men that, you know, even though we face the challenges, but it, it hasn't affect our creativity. It hasn't stopped us from thinking. We need to think, and we need to do things um, outside of the box. Church is not like before anymore. Church, church is not, and, and I and strongly believe that church will never go back to where it was before. It's totally different now. So, it, it's a challenge which is also is an opportunity. And, um, you know, we as men need to see where the opportunity lies and take advantage of it and know that what we are doing, it is for the glory of God, not for us, but we are doing it to serve um, our master. And, you know, well said. And, you know, one of the things
0: that popped, jumped out of me, you said was that in your leadership, you have a mix of young and and old men, or maybe I should say mature. (laughs) I am not calling anybody old.
1: Yeah, but, but you um, know,
0: that is deliberate. And, and that's that's, that's a, a brilliant idea,
1: you know, to have young and old um, as part of the leadership. You know, one of the things we said is that, and I, and I deliberate, because when I was thinking about choosing these youngsters, um, especially 13 year old and the 13-year-old and I think the 18, I go to um, my, my, my pastor then, um, um, Bishop Fitzmanning, and I said to him, Rev, um, I'm thinking about this youngster, he's. He's um he's what he's thirteen. The next one is eighteen, and brother, of course, brother Lance is in his twenties. But um, one of the reasons I go for these I men, I you know, we often said that it's biblical. I think we hear each one of us have our thousand, right? right? And um, at my age, it's very. I'm not able to attract the thirteen-year-old, right? I'm not able to attract because some think things that they want to, I may not able to to kind of, you know, speak with them on their level. But if we have a, a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old who play a critical role, because this 13-year-old who is Jade and he's part of our PR team, um, because in our men's ministry, we do PR. We, you know, we have all nights when we um, ask the PR to to to, to, um, to do our PR for us. Um, Brotherlands is the director for that. He do an excellent job where that is concerned. But the point I'm trying to make is that these individuals are strategic. Not only that I'm preparing them for leadership, but I, I'm looking at it through a different lens because one of the things I said to the, to the team before I chose these um, guys is that, um, it, it, nothing beats exposure, think about it. So if these guys who are 13 and who have not, um, maybe in high school or in college, and when they reach to that stage where, like, for example, presidents, and I don't know how they do it here, like, you know, back home in Jamaica, you, you have student presidents and you run for president and et cetera. Just the mere fact that they're in our company, that in itself they see leadership firsthand. So when they go to college or university or high school, whatever, and these opportunities come up for them to take leadership role, um, it would be easy because they would have exposed. And not only that, when you, when you give, um, when you provide these kids and I know these kids to sit in the company of elder men and, and persons who they consider to be respectful, that do something to their own self-esteem as well. The conversation, the type of conversation that we are having around them. So I, 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 I strongly believe that going in this direction with our youths, not only you are preparing them for leadership, but also you're preparing them mentally um, as well, and of course you're preparing them psychologically, and of course you're preparing them as a as, as individual to take on the challenges ahead, whether in their school privately, whether in their homes um, you know you just never know so I think that you know having including these youngsters um, a part of our leadership part of our leadership in the men's ministry, I think that is only that is crucial i think it's necessary and i think also that um it is the way we go for for going forward in the future because um i believe that you know we need to expose as much of our young people much of our young men as much as possible especially those young men who we see leadership and have um have the tendency and and, and can do great things going forward
0: thank you yes and uh, you know two things that you touched on which uh which i think are very powerful is one about men not just working for themselves and providing for themselves, but working for the kingdom. That's very important. And the other thing is about sharing ideas, and uh, that really, that really uh, touches me personally because you know part of why I'm doing this is about sharing ideas. So I'm 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 hoping that you might have had a chance to just follow some of the blogs and the podcast that I've been doing in the Genesis Men Project. And I am, you know, curious just to hear about maybe your thoughts and your understanding about, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. One
0: thing, for one thing, it makes me know, it helps me to know whether or not the, my message is clear and okay. it helps me to improve upon... You know what I need to say, or what's getting across, or what's not getting across. So I'm not asking for you to, you know, you know, give me uh, any kind of a review or anything like that. But just maybe, what are maybe some of the things that might have stand out, uh, stand out to you, or
1: just how you, you understand know, what I'm, what I'm doing. For me, when me, I. First of all, I just want to commend you for your vision again. I know I said it before, but I wanna say it again because um just in case it lasts on you. What you're doing is is powerful, what you're doing um is beneficial to me personally. Now I I, I get a chance to listen to um, one of the podcasts with this gentleman. I think he wrote a book, I'm not quite sure of his name, and um he he talk about this he talked about Napoleon Hill, he talked about um that book you read, I have one in my library. He talks about the richest man in Babylon.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think. And I and I listened to Daniel um, Peterson and his interview. And um, they motivate me. They inspire me. And, um, and that's what I, I like about what you do because um, it, it, it's give me that thrill. It, it, it's, it's a good feeling. Listen, it, it's a good feeling to know that um, a Christian brother, you know, when you feel stressed out when you feel as if you're discouraged you have a blog you can go to and you can listen and you can refill and you can re-energize and when i listen to you and listen to your guests I'm, I'm inspired i'm inspired to write a book i'm inspired to to take it to another level i'm inspired to to go back to god and yes i go to god every day i try to not every day per se i, I pray but um there are times I'm inconsistent with, with what I want to do, but the point I'm trying to make is that it, it's good to know you have a fountain where you can get some refreshing, some encouragement, some motivation. And um, when I when I, when I when I join your blog, uh, podcast, I a podcast I'll a part uh, and turn to your podcast. That's what I got. I I, I find um, fellowship. I find um, I'm being motivated. I'm being inspired. And when you have different person from different walks of life, with different background, different um um you know different stories you know then you'll find that your story is now unique and, and 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 no matter how you see yourself there's someone out there who can identify with you and this is what i get when i, when I listen to um, your podcast is that it's 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 really really empowered me because as i said you know when i'm down I, and i listen to some of your guests on your podcast they're really encouraging they really inspire me and um and it's a good feeling, and I want to thank you so much to you and your team for what you're doing and the vision that you have. And I can assure you that it's 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 going places and it's touching persons and it affecting me as well. So please keep up the good work and continue to to do what you're doing because you're doing an excellent excellent job in capture the essence of of the genesis man and 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 to speak to the core issues that affect us as men and how we can build from that and how we can inspire and motivate and encourage so i just want to commend you and your team for doing what you're doing it's really a blessing to to me personally and i just want to salute you that is concerned thank you so much
0: brother heatman i really appreciate your encouragement and one last thing uh you have a facebook group um, that's right yeah so do you do you want to do a plug for that or do you want can can um, anybody join that group um, uh, are you looking to um, get, gain some new
1: members uh, with that absolutely thank you so much for that opportunity yes we do have a um, more facebook page um, in hamilton it's hamilton cogp uh, men's ministry um, of course you always want more personal on our our website and um, you know, we are doing great things there. Um, We currently, it's not long, we currently have Six person but we want we want to make that over 200 persons and um, we know things take time and um, we, we know we have to be more engaging um, with that is concerned and um, but I just want to invite anyone who want to be a part of what we are doing or at least see what we are doing to join the Hamilton Church of God of Prophecy, Men's Ministry um, Facebook page It's right there and um, we encourage you to just join in and, and see what we are doing we love to have you as one of our members and of course we want to share what we are doing with you whether it's a prayer, whether it's just an encouraging word. Um, whatever we're doing for each month, um, you can come and see what we're doing. And of course, um, if you send me a text, I definitely will be sending your text as well, and um, just to encourage and to inspire you. And to do what I can do to support you in the faith. So that would just be they would just need to type in Hamilton
0: COGOP, and they, yes. would, they would get to you guys. They get to it. That's, that's it. That's awesome, uh, Brother Heatman. I just want to take this time. To say thank you so much for for you know taking some time, taking some of your own time uh, to to join me to have a conversation, and I'm always amazed at how much you learn about people. You know, you never know their experiences, their background, coming up, um, how they were how they were brought up, and um, you know. I think part of, part of me thinks that uh, the reason why that you are so good at um, uh, being a leader of a men's ministry uh, is because of all the men that poured into you. You know, I think psychologically there's something about that, all the men pouring into you, that kind of fires hey, you up yes. to help other men. You may not even have thought of it that hey. way, but sitting here listening to your story I'm thinking to myself that's the reason why he does what he does and that's the reason why he does that well.
1: I totally believe you I I totally believe you sir because um, you know I I feel as if you're you're absolutely right I mean because I I, I feel as if I have that obligation you know, to pour in and to give back uh, because of what others have done to me personally, and um, and that's why I do what I do. To be honest, because I feel as like if I'm indebted to the next generation. You know, each time I help someone, I told them, when they're giving me thanks. I say, I appreciate the appreciate the thanks, but can you do something for me? Can you do that to the next person that you come in contact with? Because because by you, whatever I do, ta do to someone else, it's, it's 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 continue. And I believe that when these men pour into me. I have no obligation because I'm in debt to them. And for me to pay off my debt is to pour into other persons. And um, so I, I take it as a privilege and I run with it. I recognize it and I run with it because after all, you know, I would like to leave a legacy behind. I want to leave something tangible behind. And what, And Jesus do it the best way. I mean, I like how Jesus' strategy is because Jesus takes 12 guys and he pours into him. If I purchase a house and car, yeah, it's going to be here. But who knows if my son coming may destroy it when you pour into people and when you pour good stuff into people people are your best evangelists. people are your best media and they spread it and they tell their friends and they tell generation and generation so when you pour into people and inspire people and give them everything I can assure you just, I'm just copying and pasting what Jesus does, and um, you know, it's, it's it's just it's just remarkable when you follow Christ and His strategies and, and how He go about with ministry and how He do what He does. So, let's continue to pray for us.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the Genesis Man Project podcast. It's been a great conversation with Heatman Nicolford, and I just want to thank him for taking the time to be with us today. Also, thanks to Isabella Harriet for arranging and composing today's music. Now, males don't have to be imprisoned in or offended by the negative social perceptions of masculinity. Men and young men can participate and live in communities of discussion and support. That's why my desire, skills, gifting, and history centers around helping them discover and explore masculine identity. We can all become a part of this community by reading the Genesis Man Project thought-provoking blogs and book, and listening to the podcast, and discovering the relevant resources that are available at the Genesis Man Project website. I invite men to join the challenge of living in and living out the reason, roles, and relationship of masculine identity. Bye for now, and see you next time.